Hello, Dog Days listeners. It's Friday, August 13th, 2021, the 13th day of the Dog Days of podcasting. I'm calling an audible for today. I have a topic I want to talk about, but I'm not ready, so I'm substituting. Today, I'm going to talk about heavy water, some interesting facts and things about it to talk about. First, it seems to me there is more than one kind of heavy water. Regular water, we would consider to be H2O. You could replace the H's with deuterium and get D2O. Or you could replace the oxygen 16, which is the most common isotope of oxygen, with heavier oxygen isotopes such as oxygen 18 and get H2O18. In other words, oxygen 18. Or you could get both. You could get D2O18. So all of these could be considered heavy water because all of their masses would be heavier than H2O. However, usually when people talk about heavy water, they mean D2O, replacing the hydrogen 1s with hydrogen 2, which is what we call deuterium. It's not a rule or anything. It just seems to be... a convention. So everything I'm talking about today is D2O. We're definitely going to replace hydrogen 1 with hydrogen 2 or deuterium. We're not going to worry about what we're doing with the oxygen. So it's all about deuterium in D2O. Chemically, if you were to buy D2O, they always call it deuterium oxide. They don't call it heavy water when you buy it. They just call it deuterium oxide, but it's just a deuterated form of water. By the way, you can buy it from the company I work at if you're interested. Anyway, remember the difference here is that D is heavier than H. It's not at all radioactive. It's just heavier. Usually, we ignore the little bit of heavy water naturally found in our bodies. Only 0.01% of all hydrogen is deuterium. The rest is all H1. Remember, too, that deuterium is not radioactive. I just said that. As an example of how D2O has slightly different properties from H2O, the boiling point of D2O is 101 degrees Celsius. H2O is 100 degrees Celsius. Just one degree difference. D2O is 11% more dense than H2O because D weighs more than H. As such, this is kind of interesting. If you had ice cubes made out of pure D2O, they would sink in regular water, in regular H2O. You know, ice cubes normally float. D2O ice cubes would sink in H2O. Kind of cool, huh? Also, I guess, you know how when you look at a, a, a lake or an ocean or something and it looks blue? That is not really an artifact. That's a true color you're seeing. D2O would not look that way. It doesn't have the same type of vibrations. So I guess it would just look clear. Uh, And by the way, for you smarty pants out there, yes, there is HDO, where one of the hydrogens is replaced with deuterium. It's hard to study, though. There's a chemical phenomenon whereby if you have a a glass of HDO, it will tend to, uh, what we call, disproportionate itself into H2O and D2O. So you you, you never really have HDO. You can have pure H2O and pure D2O, or you can have H2O with a little bit of D2O in it. Okay. What about drinking heavy water? Is it bad for you? 
Let's talk a little bit about heavy water. It's been suggested that it has no specific taste, so you wouldn't know it if you were drinking it, but not everyone agrees. In a taste testing experiment with 28 participants, most people were able to distinguish between H2O and D2O, and tests with mixed amounts of the waters revealed that greater proportions of heavy water were perceived as tasting sweeter. Other taste tests conducted by the team suggest why this is so, indicating that human taste receptivity to D2O is mediated by the taste receptor TAS1R2 slash TAS1R3. That's a taste receptor, I guess, which is known to respond to sweetness in both natural sugars and artificial sweeteners. Well, the fact they're doing this test gives you an idea that I guess it must be safe to drink D2O. Let's get in a little bit more about that. You could consume a single glass of heavy water without suffering any major ill effects. However, should you drink much more than that, you might start to feel dizzy. That's because the density difference between regular water and heavy water would alter, would alter the density of the fluid in your inner ear. You're used to water, regular water being in your inner ear, D2O is 11% more dense, and that might make you feel dizzy. While it's unlikely you could, you could drink enough heavy water to really harm yourself, the bonds formed by deuterium are stronger than those formed by regular H1, by hydrogen 1. One critical system affected by this change is mitosis, the cellular division used by the body to repair and multiply, multiply cells. Too much heavy water in cells disrupts the ability of mitotic spindles to equally separate dividing cells. So deuterium tends to form stronger bonds with things, and that can tend to slow reactions down because reactions often have to break bonds for them to occur. The human body naturally contains deuterium equivalent to about 5 grams, about a fifth of an ounce of heavy water, which is harmless. Theoretically, you'd have to replace 20 to 50% of the regular hydrogen in your body with deuterium to experience symptoms ranging from distressing to catastrophic. For mammals, replacing 20% of the body's water with heavy water is survivable, although not recommended. 25% causes sterilization, and partly due to the cell division aspect of it being uh, 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 retarded, slowed down, and about 50% replacement is lethal. So you could die if you have too much D2O in your body. In addition, the deuterium wouldn't instantly, instantly replace every molecule of ordinary water in your body. You'd need to drink heavy water for several days to see a negative result. So as long as you don't do it long term or drink a ton of it at once, you're okay. Other species, though, tolerate heavy water better. For example, algae and bacteria can live on 100% heavy water. What's interesting about this fact is that we use this where I work. We actually have a lab full of algae. It's right down the hall from me. Every now and then I walk in there and I look at it. It's pretty cool. They have these big uh, pans, like 15 feet wide and about three feet deep, and they're shaking all day long under UV light, and we feed them pure D2O. And what they do is these uh, algae produce sugar and amino acids from the D2O, and the sugar and the amino acids have no H's in them. They're all of the H's, 
All the H1s are replaced by deuterium. We then sell this to researchers around the world for a lot of money. It's extremely expensive stuff to buy. But it's pretty cool. It's right down the hall for me. A few last notes about heavy water. Number one, the U.S. scientist and Nobel laureate Harold Urey discovered the isotope deuterium in 1931, the year my father was born, and was later able to concentrate, concentrate it in water. Urey's mentor, Gilbert Newton Lewis, isolated the first pure sample, the first sample of pure heavy water in 1933. Note, note to my note here, I worked in Lewis Hall when I was a graduate student at Berkeley. It was named after him. Heavy water affects the period of circadian oscillations, sleep-wake cycles, consistently increasing the length of each cycle. The effect has been demonstrated in unicellular organisms, green plants, insects, birds, mice, and hamsters. The mechanism is unknown. If you did drink too much heavy water, even though it's not radioactive, your symptoms would mimic radiation poisoning. This is because both radiation and heavy water damage the ability of cells to repair their DNA and rep replicate. D2O is more toxic, toxic to malignant cells than normal cells, but the concentrations needed are too high to be used as an anti-cancer treatment. In higher organisms, full replacement with heavy isotopes can be accomplished with other non-radioactive isotopes such as carbon-13, nitrogen-15, and oxygen-18. This is what I said at the very top of this episode, but this cannot be done for deuterium. This is a consequence of the ratio of nuclear masses between the isotopes of hydrogen, which is much greater than for any other element. Put it this way, deuterium, deuterium is twice as heavy as H. Deuterium is, has a nucleus of a proton and a neutron that's twice as heavy as a nucleus of hydrogen one, which is just one proton. So deuterium is twice as heavy as H, but oxygen 18 is just a little bit heavier than oxygen 16. There's not much difference there. So replacing H with D is much more serious than replacing oxygen 16 with oxygen 18. If you replace all of your oxygen 16 in your body with oxygen 18, it wouldn't have much of an effect compared to replacing all of your H with D, which would be deadly. Tritiated water, water containing the tritium isotope of hydrogen, is also a form of heavy water. This type of heavy water is radioactive, because tritium is radioactive. That's hydrogen-3. It's also much rarer and more expensive. It's created naturally, although very infrequently, by cosmic rays and can also be produced in nuclear reactors. Finally, speaking of nuclear reactors, heavy water is used in certain types of nuclear reactors, where it acts as a neutron moderator to slow down neutrons so that they are more likely to react with the uranium-235, which captures neutrons. Uh, and what this does is it helps avoid uh, runaway reactions so the nuclear reactor doesn't blow up like an atomic bomb. Okay, that's all I have. Sorry, this is longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought this would just be a little aside, but it's over 11 minutes. Talk to you tomorrow.